Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast, Happy Hour with Ashley. I'm Ashley, and this is episode two. Yay! I'm gonna have a background. Anywho, um, I'm here with some really good friends. I have someone. Are you gonna help me speak today? Are you gonna put some input in? I will definitely give my input. Okay, so I have a guest with me, my coworker Ashton. Um, we're going to talk about love and relationships. Um, it's only right because it's going to be Valentine's Day tomorrow. So happy Valentine's because you'll be hearing this on Friday. Um, so yeah, let's jump right into it. Okay. Okay, first off, I want to say thank you for everyone who listened to episode one last week. Thanks for all of the support from family and friends. Um, Just to let you guys know that you can stream this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and then Anchor. Um, Also, make sure you're following this podcast Instagram at HHWithAshley, which is short for Happy Hour with Ashley. I appreciate all of the support and... um, Yeah, let's jump into it. So the first conversation or the first topic that I want to talk about is love. And I think the few questions that I have is, um, what is love? Basically defining in our own words what we think love is. And um, I also took the five languages of love yesterday. So kind of just to talk about that. Um, You ready? I'm ready. Okay. I wonder if people can hear you. Hello out there. Okay. <laughs> and we also have Don here in the back. Don, you have to put your phone on silent. And she's 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 period. like I know, period. I'm trying. That damn Don. <laughs> that damn Don. <laughs> Let me tell you, well, while we're, um, before we get started, let me, let me tell you what we're sipping on because it is happy hour with Ashley. Um, we are sipping on some lemonade and blueberry vodka. And we also had like a shot of a creamy moonshine. So we're feeling really good. Yeah, sounds light. Yeah, did a little song, you know, to uh, wet our whistles. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of like doing interview styles. So I'm going to kind of, and Don, feel free to jump in at any time. Um, but let's start off with defining what love means to us. Um, I'll go first and then I'll ask you. So my definition of love is basically, um, to sum it up really quick, is action. I feel like if you love someone, you show it with um, action. Although um, I think, you know, love can sometimes be twisted. And, like, if you say, it's the things that you say. um, Words don't really mean anything to me. I want to see your action. I want to see... the ways that you show that you love me because I feel like anyone can say anything. Um, so yeah, to me, love means action, showing someone that you are physically there. Um, you are physically committed to that person and everything else just kind of falls after that. So what do you think? What's your definition of love? My definition of love, um, I would say would be compassion. Um, somebody that is able to have compassion for anyone whether it be a stranger or a loved one because that compassion I feel like is what will spark that action towards whatever it is that that person may need or want or desire at the moment that's really good compassion compassion and action Mm -hmm. get you a little action As I sip my drink. Okay, sip, sip, sip. Don, do you have a definition of what you think love is? No? Okay. So, um, speaking of love, there's also different types of um, love. I guess that we were saying yesterday, you have different love for your family than as opposed to like if you had love for, I don't know, like a friend or something. Like, it's all different. Um, I don't know. I feel like love is just a tricky thing to most people like if you don't I think it has too much of an input too much as a like a say so like if oh if you're if you're not in love you're not this or if you are in love you're this um I don't know yeah love is definitely different for different people um because different people 
I guess see love differently. Yeah, exactly. Just like the different love languages. Some people think, you know, taking action, showing me that you love me, the the things that you do for me, showing yeah. me that you love me. Some people feel like if you don't show me no affection, if you're not kissing me five times a day, you don't love me. Yeah. yeah. Things like that. So yeah. you have to just... I feel like you need all of that, though, to... I don't know. When it came to the five different languages of love, I kind of, like... I think you need all of the languages... And if you don't know what it is, it's active service, uh, quality time, affection, mm-hmm. gifts, and I don't know the last one. Was it compliments or something? Compliments, like words. Words of affirmation. Um, yeah, words of, uh, what? Words of affirmation? Affirmation. You, you know, we have I think, smartphones. Yeah, I think. Instead of I struggling. Think that, <laughs> I know. I think, that's, I think we got it, though. I think those were the five languages. Ashton's gonna check for us real quick. It's gonna bother me. What are you guys sipping on? Let me know below. (laughs) This is actually really good. Okay. Come on. That damn T Mobile. First off, this is AT&T. Oh, you should have. <laughs> First off, AT&T, you should, you should, should be popping up. It's always building. Well, okay. So the five love languages. Mm-hmm. Words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Gifts. Acts of service. Quality time. And physical touch. Yeah. So we were right. We were right. I do believe you need all of those. Um... For me, at least, everyone you know might have different opinions, but I think for me, so you can take the quiz at the five love languages. Um, just type that in into Google, um, put quiz behind it, and you should be able to take the quiz, and it'll tell you. It's like twenty questions, I think, and um, it'll kind of break everything down and let you know. So that's a good quiz to take if you want to know, you know, what kind of lover you are or what kind of love do you appreciate. So, yeah. Any other? Anything else you want to add to that? No, I've taken the quiz before. I know my love language. Yeah. I know if you ain't showing me that you don't, that you love me, might be ready to walk out the door. Well, not walk out the door. Right after that. What? Oh, remember from Sister Sister? He's like, once you walk out that door, you can't come back no more. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sister Sister needs to be on Disney Plus. Um. All right, so let's go to the next topic. Um, still under the love thing, but this one was a good one that I thought of, was thinking of. Um, what role does society play when it comes to relationships? Let's think about that. Mm. What role great does question. society play when it comes to relationships? Okay, so what role does social media play or the society? Wait, what was the question? <laughs> what so role? Does yeah. Play? Yeah, basically social media in my idea. Um, relationships. relationships, everything. First off, I think it's incredibly, it puts a lot of pressure on people. Um, because you'll see memes and videos of if your man isn't crying when you walked on the aisle, I don't want to marry him. Or, you know, like just stuff like that. Or when they do that, rate your, rate your date. Would you go out on a date with someone that just brought you some sandwiches and wanted to Netflix and chill? Um, I think that puts a lot of pressure on people. And honestly, just be in the relationship that you want to be in and give if you want like show the whole world if you want to or don't i don't think it really matters um and nine times out of ten people are just making those memes up i'm pretty sure there's nobody out there that's like putting like making a meme of their self putting it out there because they get that every single day um and I just feel like it plays a huge role on relationships, especially people who are new to dating or getting back into dating, um, new to social media, don't really know how everything's working, and you feel like, oh, I need this. I need to be goals. That's the whole thing, relationship goals. Um, 
And it's been like that for a long time. Because like you brought up yesterday with um, pop culture and the movies that we watch. When you watch a Disney movie, all the Disney classics are princesses waiting for a prince to come and save her. Um, and living this fairy tale. And fairy tales do not exist. So I think it's you have to just be able to acknowledge that this is fake. Um, and, you know, the relationship that I want is only the relationship that I want. And no one else can have the exact same relationship as the next person. I don't think so. Let me know if you let me know if you guys think I'm. Yeah, it's definitely not the same. So don't get too defeated when you're looking. You date other people. That relationship that you dated was not going to be the same as the relationship that you had with your ex. Exactly. Exactly. Like. It gets to me sometimes. I'm like, these girls and guys, they think that, oh, you know, I have to live out this meme or... Priorities are all jacked up. It's like yeah. you're so focused on the best parts of the relationship. Not saying that it's not good to aspire to have those things, but that's not an everyday, all-the-time thing, for, especially for most people. Yeah. And you shouldn't be with a person or judge a person based off what they can or can't do for you. Or exactly. If they're not taking pictures of me or they're not taking me out to eat if they can't pay my bill or whatever that is. That's ignorant. Very. Because it's ignorant. The the ignorant. If they lose their million dollar job, are you mm. still going to be there? Are you still going to love that person? Probably not. But what if that person, okay, listen, <laughs> do still have their job, but they go do it through a depression. Yeah. Are you still going to be there to support them through that? Because they're not able to do the, like, take you out. They're not going to want to do those things if they're depressed, you know? Right. Or do all the things that they used to do. Are you going to be there when the times are hard? Is that the person that you can see yourself with? with? And I don't no. think people do that anymore. I don't think they do. They don't consider those things. No, I think people want to be in a relationship for the hell of it. And it's like, there's so much, there's so much you have to, like, give and take, compromise. Yeah. Um, to be in a successful relationship. And I think that's also with anybody, whether you're, like, in a friendship with someone. Um, you know, you just... Not everything are freaking goals. Like, make your own goals right. for your relationship and go based off of that. You can make small goals. You can have yeah. goals with small goals. Yeah, start off small. Start off small. Cooking at home. Yeah, like, what happened to that? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Social media was big when I started dating, but even then, it wasn't that I. She and I were broke, so I mean, <laughs> I mean, we could, you know, we would, I would cook, you know, our favorite meal was chicken alfredo, and those who grew up with us and saw us in the beginning of our relationship, they know that. Like we were, we were making spaghetti and pasta, and. I remember there was a time, and Shan and I laugh about it now, we could barely afford to go to Chipotle. Now we go to Chipotle, like, God, every day if we could. So it's just like, take baby steps, um, make your own progress, and set your own goals, and stick to it. Don't put so much effectuation on these Instagram, Facebook, Twitter relationships, um, especially entertainment. Like, you know how many... I I don't want a relationship like B&G, Jay-Z... And no, I don't know. I've seen some people, oh my god, their marriage goals. Who? I don't Yeah, I mean, you can say their entrepreneur goals. You don't know what their relationship is like, so how can they really be? Right. Goals? Like, you don't know what's really going on behind glass doors. Not saying that they don't have a happy marriage. I yeah. Hope they do, but you yeah. don't know. Nobody is perfect, so. To sum that up, you guys, make your own goals and stop putting so such a stress on what you don't have. Because I do also think for those who aren't in a relationship and they see all these people on Instagram in a relationship, it makes them feel like they're missing out on something. You're not. Mm-mm. You're not missing out on anything. Um, that's just my topic because I know I have, I've, I've talked to a few people. So I'm like, girl, don't get discouraged. Or dude, don't get discouraged. Do you and allow the rest to happen naturally. And if you do choose a person, choose someone that you would consider sitting and doing nothing with all day. Yeah, absolutely. That's how you know you really, yeah. really enjoy Absolutely nothing. Like, like that person for who they are. Yeah, and for nothing else, honestly. Um, so... 
the next thing um, under this topic was uh, to bring it down a little bit. When do you choose to stop forgiving and to leave? I don't want to say technically a toxic relationship, um, but in general, when do you think is the best time to leave? You realize that the relationship is not going to work. Yeah, basically. When do you realize it's not going to work? And how do you... How do you get to that point? Like, cause I think that's really hard. Cause especially if you really love somebody and you're putting in all of the effort to make it work and that person isn't, it's like, you don't want to just give up. But at the same time, you do have to take care of yourself because most importantly, you can't be in a successful relationship if yourself isn't taken care of, or if you're not trying to take the needs and the needs to take care of yourself. Um, one of the things I did like, do you guys watch the Red Table Talk with Jada Pickett? Yeah, I haven't seen it. I saw the one when Will Smith was on there, and he made he said something that really did make sense. It wasn't his responsibility to make Jada happy; she had to make her own self happy. Um, and so, in other words, like we've always heard, love yourself because how how can you expect someone to love you if you don't love yourself? Um, so that, you know, how do you get to that point where you're like, you know what, I'm done. I'm wiping my hands clean. Um, and when is like the last straw, I guess, like, cause I feel like in relationships, you take a lot, you know, you can get somebody on the bad day. They can say some really messed up things. Um, or you can have someone who had, you know, makes a slip up or something. So it's like, what do you do? How do you like, out on the gravity of the situation yeah like it's like is all of this really worth it the crying the tears or the yelling or and then some people are like yeah it is like it's it's so worth it so i don't know i feel like a lot of people probably go through that um and they want to know like how to that internal struggle yeah like when it gets to a certain point to where the person is bringing the worst out of you or bringing you down stopping your progress and whatever mm-hmm. factor or subject in your life, that's when you should say, okay, no, it's not working. Because like you said, there are going to be some slip-ups. Y'all are going to get in, get on each other's necks. Y'all yeah. are going to argue sometimes. Say stuff you don't mean. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you should know that person. Pretty well. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well enough to know that it was in a, the heat of the moment type of thing. Yeah. Like, I feel like, too, also, another way that you can come up with that decision is that person should know you. So you shouldn't have to feel like that person is trying you to get you to a place to where you do have to leave. Um, Like, if that person knows you don't like being lied to and all this person does is keep lying, then your decision should not be hard. If someone really loves you and they care about your feelings and they're not going to keep doing things that they know is not going to bring you happiness or joy um or anything positive to their relationship so I think that's also another thing like if you can just come out and say look these are the things that I don't like um whether it's something really small or something really big um that person needs to respect it and basically like setting boundaries to certain things like if you guys both know we're not going to entertain cheating y'all both need to be on the same page um if you guys know you're not going to entertain lying then y'all need to be on the same page and if that person continues to do that or chooses to do it i think that should be like a warning sign like why do you keep doing these things if we've discussed you know I don't like these things or that you don't like these things. Um, okay, so curve. 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 Same question we had earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a relationship was all good. Yeah. Hit a rocky patch. Right. And they both were not doing the correct thing. You right. That's yeah. That. Now in and that somebody case. Somebody messes up. Yeah. Okay, so in that case, in that yes. Case. If you guys are both willing to close that chapter of that relationship and look forward 
then I believe make it work or rebuild your relationship not make it work rebuild the relationship if you guys want it if you guys can honestly say you know what we hit a rocky patch we both were mentally and physically out of the relationship we just were living together but there was no intimacy there was no talking there was no love there was no nothing there um and neither one of us had did nothing wrong prior to it as long as you, I feel like as long as you came to that person as soon as it happened, whatever it was, and you guys can both honestly say that y'all both fucked up, y'all were both, like, you're not putting the blame on just that one person. I do believe, you know, you should, if you guys want to rebuild a new relationship, then rebuild it. Um, I think for me, that's the only instance that I would probably condone infidelity or lying or I think that's the only two because anything other than that, I probably like, okay, no, I'm good. Um, what do you think? I agree. I agree with what you said. Um, because I, I know there are some people that cheat just because they, you know, they are assholes and they cheat, but I mean, there are situations like that that are unique, that are the anomaly where you are, you know, in a rough patch, and, mm-hmm. you know, you just get caught up. Yeah, you get it's caught like up. It, gets, it becomes an instinctual at that point, and you can't, your brain just yeah. stops working, and your animal instincts just take over. Not justifying it, but... Yeah, don't justify happens. it, but yeah. It, that does happen. And you have to take accountability. Yeah, that person messed up, whether it's the male or the female, or if it's a male and a male, or a female and a female. Yeah. But you also have to take account. Okay, you know what? I wasn't taking care of my partner, whoever right. I'm with. I was not doing and putting in the time, trying to make it work, trying to solve these problems. You yeah. Know, I did let it slip through the cracks. Yeah. And I played a part in it as well. Yeah. Not justifying it. Yeah. But also knowing that you played a part right. in it. And then that person also has to know that they played a part in it as well. Um, So, yeah, I definitely believe in that. Like, you know, I feel like you can forgive people of certain things um, and make it work. And, you know, it lasts. There's plenty of people out there that have done it. And you would never know, like, never know that they went through anything. Um, So, yeah, let us know what you guys think. If how long you guys would forgive somebody or... If you're even the forgiving type, because there's some people like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Get to stepping. <laughs> you going to stay at that whole house? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know who you're dating or you know who you're married to. If you got to act like that, I feel like you know who that person is. Um, but hey, to each its own. To each its own. You good? Want to say anything? No. You guys like your drink? I feel like my mouth is getting so dry right now. I could use a refill. Mm. Probably don't need it, but... Pull yourself up, boss. Clink, clink, clink. I did. I gave you the gun. It's so good. Is it Blue Baby? Blue Baby. Yes, there's ice. I ate all mine. There's ice. It's turning into water. Yeah. Turning into water. All right, you guys, we're doing a refill real quick. Hold on. Playing bartender here. Oh, who sings that? T-Pain? You know, he can sing in real life. add some lemonade and if you guys are interested in this drink all you need is blueberry vodka i got smirnoff and some light lemonade yep and light oh, and some light lemonade oh damn girl you took all the ice I'm sorry. Ooh, in this clear bottle there we go all right refill recharged right that's right that's nice 
That's nice. <laughs> Who does that? Oh, I'm gonna have to wipe that down. That's tight. That's nice. Okay, moving on. So we've talked about love. Now let's go into relationships, and this can be anything. This can be friendships, you guys. This can be family ships. Any type of ships that you guys want to talk about. Um, can you be jealous in a relationship? Whether it's a friendship, whether it's a marriage, or a intimate relationship, can you be jealous and is it allowed? Like, is it good? I don't want to say allowed, but is it good to be jealous in a relationship? It's not good? Don said it's not good. I don't know if y'all can hear her. Come on, time. Oh, Don said, if you jealous, you got trust issues. In the back. (laughs) (laughs) And then she gets quieter. (laughs) No, Don. Okay. She doesn't want to play. No, but she said, um, it's not. I know. Uh, Girl. Um, She said no to her personally. She doesn't think. You should be jealous in a relationship because it might mean that you got some trust issues. What do you think, Ashton? My trials <laughs> If you're jealous of another person, then yes, I agree. But you can also be jealous as far as somebody else's success or um, things of that That's nature, the things that they have. And I think that people are, you do get jealous sometimes. You know, you see people with nice things and you want those nice things. But when it comes to the point or gets to the point where you become envious and you start to wish bad things upon another person or despise a person just because they're doing things or have things that you don't have or you're not doing, that's when it becomes toxic. But if you can take that and just say, you know what? I am jealous that they have that, and I want it too. I'm yeah. I'm going to go hustle and do what I yeah. need to do. That's how so that I, I feel. I can have what they have yeah. and more. So it just depends on how you use that energy. It's all, it's all energy. Yeah. You can use it in a bad way. That's how I feel. I feel because I have tons. I'm I'm not jealous of of Shane, but like in other relations, like friendships, um, I have a little bit of jealousy. Like you know, um, I have a friend, and I've been we've been friends for a very long time. And I think I told you the story yesterday, but I'm gonna bring it back. She travels the world. Oh my god, she travels the world. And I just have like a slight bit of jealousy and she's listening to this and she knows who she is. Um just because it's like I want that. My mentality is I really want that. I want to just get up, travel and explore different cultures and make friends. Like she has friends over there. Um and she has like the greatest freaking time. And I'm just like, dang, I really want that. I want to travel and I want to like work harder. Like you said, you know, push myself so that I can do that. Um, But to like be fully jealous of somebody because they have something that you don't have, but there's no, uh, there's not, it's not going to benefit you to be jealous. Then I think you, I agree with Don. I think you might have some trust issues. Uh, Maybe you don't need to be their friends if you can't fully support them. Um, Because I feel like, you know, friendships, relationships, whatever you're in, you need to be 100% supportive um, in whatever they're thinking, you know, because if you're, if you're doing something, I would want my friends to support me and be like, yeah, "Yeah, girl, you know, go out there and do that. Um, So I don't know how people can be jealous. And I don't know. Like, I wonder, like, Kim and Kanye. Like, who's jealous of who? <laughs> like, I'd be thinking of things like that. Like, hmm, who They're got more money? Jealous of each other. Yeah. Things like this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> if I, I could only. I know. Like, I tried to make a song one time. <laughs> I know. Like, just jealous. Like, you know, like, I wonder. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure people have, like, healthy jealousy is what they call it. Um... But no, I can't like see myself being completely jealous of somebody. First off, that's a lot of work, and I can barely think sometimes like about small stuff like what am I gonna eat in the morning? I don't want to be jealous, and I try and be more conscious of this as mm-hmm. well. 
I don't want to be jealous of any other black person. Whether, no, no. <laughs> whether I like them or not, if something good is happening to them or they succeed in some way, whether I like you or not, good. Yeah, great. yeah. Even if I'm jealous, good, great. Like, you can be jealous but still wish the best for that person. That's what yeah. I don't think people understand. Yeah, especially, especially in the black community. Like, I don't know why we have such a... For everybody black. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, even if we don't see eye to eye, I'm still rooting for you. Like, because at the end of the day, we only have each other. And I think that's really hard. I think that's what we're lacking in the black community is that we don't believe that we all have each other's back. We don't really love one another in the black community. No. We say we do, but then we still have all this colorism stuff. We still have all this, you know, all the conflict that we have in the black community. And I just Mm -hmm. don't understand why. Give it all to the white men. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's from the B movie. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't come for me because I'll come back. <laughs> Everything else. Yeah. You never know what the next person, yeah. Your your own self, yeah. To get to where you what you want, not what somebody else has. Yeah. Because you might as well take their sorrow along with it. I mean, how did they get where they got? If you want what what they what they have. Yeah. Get it for yourself, boo. That good. Right. Yeah, it it does sound like a generic thing, but I think people need to think on that level. Yeah, you can. Yeah, because people are only going to show you what they what they want you to see. I'm only going to post what I want people to see. Um, yeah, yeah, like, right, so again, it goes with you don't know what's going on on the other side, so what's the point of being jealous? Because they might want the life that you have or the relationship that you have. You never know. Just because somebody is, you know balling and shot calling does not mean that they are happy and that's not for everybody because there are people out there who are balling and shot calling and they are happy you know they are living off of their success um i think it's just a 50 50 but i don't think there's no one should have room to be jealous at all whatsoever just that's just a lot of energy and it's not necessarily positive energy so don't put it out because you just never know what's going on so that's how I feel about that and this drink it's so good that's all I have to say about that that's all I gotta say about that um so I wanted to we talked about love we talked about different relationships and now I just want to talk about the more um, before I do questions because I did ask people to send in some questions so I'll answer those too um but marriage and divorce um (laughs) 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 you feeling it a little bit oh okay just a tiny v a tinch tinch it off um so yeah So we're going to give me a second and we'll come back to that. Okay, so let's talk about um, marriages and divorce. And I don't want to like 
it down. Like, I don't want to be like, oh my god, if you did this, you... no, I'm not. I just want to hear y'all's thoughts on it. And, um, yeah. So basically, um, here's my, I, let, let's start off with marriage. Cause I mean, I can't say much. I've only been married for two years, couple, three years. See, I can't even keep up with the years. Um, I don't know much, but I know that marriage is different for everybody. So, and that part, I think everyone needs to embrace. It goes with having your own, um, goes back to talking about society, having your own goals. Don't allow society to dictate what kind of marriage you're supposed to have. Um, I also feel like with marriage, it's between two people. Um, I don't believe in allowing a bunch of people to have such a say-so in your marriage. Uh, I think that's where people um, mess up. So if you and your spouse are going through something, keep it between you and him um, because you're allowing everyone else to have an opinion unless you are reaching for help and you need help. Like you're trying to, unless like you're trying to get help, you know, uh, then reach out. But other than that, I think just to keep it to yourself. Um, and you know, don't share too much. I think also on social media, um, because everyone's going to have a say so. And I don't think we should care what everybody thinks. Um, but I don't know. It kind of just, I don't know. Marriage is, is different for everybody. So what I think works for me may not work for the next Tom, Dick and Harry. So what do you guys think? I agree. Every marriage, every relationship, period, is different. Because like I said earlier, whatever current relationship you have now is not the same relationship, but the type of relationship that you had with your ex. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be, because that's kind of weird. But um, you have to... I definitely agree with what you said as far as keeping whatever is going on in your relationship between you all. Um, because when you have more people in or when you vent to all these people then you have more people in your ear you yeah. have all these different points of view and then at that point you don't know which way to go yeah and you don't um, really know if everyone has your best interests at heart either they may not want you to be successful in their marriage and that can be one or two things that they didn't have a successful marriage or they don't want you to be happy exactly so it's very important mm-hmm but they, they don't need to say so on whatever decision you decide to make. Unless, you are, unless you're being physically hurt mm-hmm. or abused in any way, shape, or form, they don't need to know about your arguments. Nobody yeah. needs to know about any time you and your, other, your significant other disagrees because that just opens the door for people to be in your ear. Yeah. And all it takes is that one thing that you can't get out of your head and you keep thinking it, you keep thinking it, it, it does create a problem at the end of the day. Yeah. So you tell them all about the good times, the happy things. Yeah. Nobody else needs to know about that's the stuff that you see and you work out, especially if that's somebody you say that you love. You see, you, you figure that out until yeah. it's figured out, no matter how long it takes. Yeah. We're not on the same page right now, but we're going to get there. We're going to have to come to some kind of compromise. Yeah. In order to make this work. Speaking of compromise, what is too much compromise? When you don't have your own identity, that is too much compromise. Yeah. If you can't say who you are being or be confident in who you are by yourself without your partner being there or having to say so on what you do, then that's when it's too much. Now, I'm all for somebody coming and elevating you mentally, making, you know, challenging you in different ways and inspiring yeah. you to to achieve higher goals that's different mm-hmm. because then that that's bearing fruit but okay you know bearing fruit okay you know, got him out it okay she said bearing fruit <laughs> okay preach but that's the difference <laughs> and you have to be able to recognize that yeah yeah i i believe so too i feel like um something that i say or the advice that i usually give people if you can't because not everybody can do this, but if you can't on your own motivate your own self to do better in life, p- 
please date somebody or marry somebody that is going to help you push yourself for the greater goods not push you to have like a a, you know like a control mentality but to push you to be better because sometimes you sometimes we can't do it on our own and that's why god created man and woman yeah and you know like just in general all of us we all need to oh man yeah like you can't you can't be with someone that's not that doesn't want the best for you at all you know and I feel like one you know don't compromise too much of your life to where you are no longer you because that person should have been in love with you for who you are and if you have to give up so much of who you are then why are they with you why can't you love me for who I was and compromise like on the small stuff you know um but if you find yourself just losing more and more of yourself then maybe that's not that's something you guys need to have a conversation about um or go to therapy what do you think about therapy and marriage oh i think that's you know that's a good thing like people definitely should do that more often yeah i think people have certain problems about it or feel like oh you know if we go to therapy our relationship is on the rocks but that stuff helps especially to have an unbiased opinion yeah about all the situations somebody that'll be there to mediate not take sides help you to see the other person's point of view because that's what a relationship is at the end of the day yeah being able to see your other your partner's other point of view mm-hmm. and y'all cohabitate and coexist with one another in that yeah because so. yeah because i mean what you think is not important might be really important to the next person and that might just be the deal breaker of why it didn't work out um Potentially help you that other person learn to love you better, understand you a little bit better, being able to have somebody that isn't like a friend or family member give them advice. Exactly, I do. I do believe in that. Um, What was another thing that I was thinking of when I thought of marriage? Was um, I was thinking of something? Uh, I might forget what it was this is why i need to have my little card my little book that i had um i know oh she said oh okay <laughs> thank you ashton <laughs> um <laughs> all right so let's move on from marriages let's wrap it up with divorce so obviously if things don't work out and you know you port you part ways um when I think div- divorce is tricky, and the reason why I feel like I can have some type of advice or say so is because, I mean, my parents were married for 20-some years. Um, I always saw them married, and then they got a divorce, so I didn't physically go through that divorce with them, but I did kind of go with go through it with them. Um, what are your thoughts on divorce? What do you guys think before I say my, my thought? Do you think you can survive a divorce and like remarry um do you think you like you're a horrible person if you divorce or because these are the things that people think they're too scared to get a divorce because they're afraid of what other people think that's that's bringing it back to what you said earlier about your own identity some people get married and they have nothing they're under this person and they think they can't go out and make their own because they've been with that person for so long or that person is, you know, you stay at home and all yeah. the work and, and you basically feel you, like you have nothing. And you've taken on their identity or whatever they say that you are. Yeah. And you feel like you're trapped. And you, or that maybe that's the way you were brought up. You suck it up. You know, you stick it out. Yeah. You put up with because... Today or it's not are, the godly thing right, to get a yeah. divorce. But, I think that, yeah. But sees the 100% beside the two people that are behind that closed door because you could be smiling and saying oh this is a perfect marriage and you're beating her ass behind closed doors mm-hmm. like and she's scared to death mm-hmm. you know so or cheating yeah. on her or just mentally checking out you might physically not act on cheating but even the simple fact of just mentally checking right. out of a marriage that I think to me that's worse 
it's worse. Cause she will habitate with me every day and then show no interest in me at all. Yeah, even yeah, it's like worse. none at all. I think just mentally checking out and then having that mindset or that idea of, well, I didn't cheat, okay, but you weren't fully giving me all of your right, attention. Exactly. You know, you checked out of this, or you know, again, um, not knowing having your own identity. And I think a lot of people. What do you think about okay? Getting married young. Do you think people who get married young have a high divorce rate later on in life? I do. Because you're not the same person at 21 that you are at 30. Yeah. And the person that you are at 30 is more likely to be the person that you are at 45 than it is the person that you are at 21 at 45. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You get wiser with age. Um, you start to better understand yourself with age. At young, 21, you're still learning who you are. You feel like you're grown. Yeah. You're legal. You're old enough to get a drink. You're old enough to do whatever. But you're still young. Like, you only been a few years out of your mom's house. Life has barely happened to you. Right. You might not you even finish like college. <laughs> to you, you will be sadly mistaken in the future. It, you just have to wait until you fully understand grow to understand yourself and you know i'm not gonna take away from some people who are who do marry young mm-hmm. and they do stay committed and married and uh, you know but it they happens. know themselves i feel yeah. like at that point they do know themselves and they know that that's the person that they want to be with mm-hmm. so that's different if if that happens at a young age it's rare but if it happens then go for it what about because this is a trend that i've i've seen um if you grow up in a church and of course, you know, you're not supposed to live together or have sex or anything like that. Do you think a lot of young people get married just for the simple fact that they can have be physically intimate and it's not it's doing the godly thing? Because I see that a lot. Like I, I see a lot of people who get married and it's like, damn, girl, you just got out of high school. Like you don't even know this person. And then like three months later, they're pregnant. Like, your whole life, it's not taken away from you, but you didn't experience anything. I can speak from experience, yes. That, that is something that happens, and, I, and it's very sad because you're misleading or you're misguiding someone. Is that the um, church's fault or the parents' fault, though? Because for me, growing up, I grew up in a church where you, like... It's like you knew, like, okay, I grew up in a church where there was you, there was more wrongs than rights. There was, a, in that case, there was a lot of things that you could not do. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you put so many restrictions on things, obviously people are going to do it. Right. And I'm lucky enough to, I feel like I was lucky enough to, my parents were able to, my mother was able to show me past the, um, the congregation rules they weren't technically bible rules um but i feel like for so many other people it was like okay i can't you know i can't live with this person before marriage i can't sleep with this person before marriage so the best thing that i can do to show this person i love them is to get married and it's like and i think you know that works for people um, there's like a little percent, like there's like 10% where it really does work for people because they've known each other their whole lives. You have people who've known each other in diapers and they marry right, each other. Yeah. And even then, I don't know if I want to marry somebody I've known since I was in diapers. Like, oh my, God. Like, oh my I've seen you my whole life. life <laughs> that's like, that's some note. That's not even notebook like, love because they're, <laughs> the no. The part about being with somebody is getting to know them. Right, it's getting and to know them. I already know I've literally seen you grow up. <laughs> literally. So, I don't know. I feel like with the um, young couples, I got married pretty young, but I not too young. For me, my decision of getting married was a lot different. I'm married for love. But I'm very, I was very more mature. I got married when I was 23. I just turned 23. So, I felt very mature. I went through a lot of things. I'm the oldest. Um, not saying that's always the greatest thing, but I can't imagine myself getting married at 20. Just knowing the person that I was at 20, um, or even 19, there's people who get married at 18 and 19, 
we see it all the time here in the military in military town these girls are like 18 years old getting married and i'm like okay more power to you i hope you know yourself and i hope he knows him but do you guys think that that's a high cause in divorce marrying young or marrying for all the wrong reasons Marrying young. I definitely think you should wait at least, I would say 25. 25, yeah, I think 25 is a good age. is a good age. Because then you're really starting to settle down. Like all the stuff that you thought was exciting when you were younger is not exciting anymore. Yeah. You really start to become more aware and more conscious of certain things that you weren't before. Yeah, I do Um, believe that. My cousin always says that when you turn 25, something she read on the internet about your prefrontal cortex, it's it finally fuses together and it affects your decision-making skills. It probably does. So that's why when you turn 25, you know, you start to really mature and, you know, grow wiser from that point. Yeah, I, I think so. I don't so. know how true that is, but... It might be for some people. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. trying to talk about my big head, I don't know. Right. Nah, you don't have a big head. Girl. I've seen people with a big head. Ah. Shark head. God. <laughs> he was stretching that hat. <laughs> that hat was screaming. Ah. <laughs> I've never seen a hat stretched out. Anywho. Just imagine a hot dog button <laughs> with a baseball cap on. And, okay, next subject. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Laying on its side. <laughs> Not standing up right. Just have to be specific. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he got a pretty big head. He did some damage. <laughs> like 50 stitches worth of damages, probably. <laughs> okay. Um, and then before I do questions, this was another thing that I was thinking of. Um, just because I know people who might be going through this, I won't get in. Can you truly be happy for your ex? Yeah. Can you truly be happy for it? So if you were married, and let's say one person in the marriage got married, moved on, and the other person haven't, can you be happy for them? You sure can. If you have that kind of capacity in your heart, most... I won't say most. A lot of people don't, but it's because you too, you haven't truly let go. I feel like the only reason why you should have any kind of, um, maybe being jealous that that person found somebody before you did, sure, but being happy that somebody that you once loved is happy shouldn't make you sad. Like, yeah. that should be a red flag, like, okay, something is going on within me. Yeah. That I can't find the joy in somebody else's happiness. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's all the topics that I really had because I felt the need for Valentine's, you know, talk about a few things. Um, I'm going to answer some questions that I had on Instagram and then I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, make sure that you are streaming. Oh, my glasses. Make sure that you are streaming. Uh, um. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Make sure that you are streaming on Spotify podcast, um, Anchor, and I'm also on Google. Um, I'm not on Apple yet, but as soon as I am, I will let you know. So yeah, uh, let's get into these questions that you guys asked on Instagram. And I think I can end it there. So let's see. Some of these questions are kind of like repetitive, but it's okay. All right, first question from Everyday Mom. She asked me, um, do Shane and I, I I told you this one yesterday, everyone asks me this question. Do Shane and I want kids, and if so, how many? No, we don't want kids. Yeah, that's not true. No, I'm just kidding. No, I get asked this all the time. Um, We do want kids. Uh, right now, though, he's deployed. So, <laughs> I can't have kids right now. Um, 
but we do want kids and I love seeing moms and I love seeing babies and I finally got to a point where I'm like okay I want one you know I want a few and for how many I would say for me four. Oh my god I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> no judgment here <laughs> Yeah, I know. I don't. I say four because I have a thing with numbers. I like even numbers. I can't do odd. I I like even numbers. So either two or four. So yeah, because I'm thinking like about roller coasters. Everyone needs a riding buddy. So (laughs) like that's. I don't want one kid to be left behind. So yeah, but I mean, right now. Um, yeah, Shane's deployed, so hopefully when he gets back, who knows? I'll make an announcement. We'll see. Um, next question is from improper underscore Mimi. So she also has a podcast that you can listen to on Spotify and Anchor. Um, really like her. She supports, she's actually my aunt. (laughs) Well, cousin, but I call her aunt. She lives in New York and she supports a lot of black owned businesses. She's, she's literally the definition of definition of i'm rooting for everybody that's black so definitely check out her podcast you guys um but she asked and this is a good question how do you balance friendships with your single friends that's that's a good one um how do i balance my i don't know i just hang out with them (laughs) your single friends give you any like it's not like your single friends are younger and they always yeah. want to go out and they always Yeah, because that's just not who I am. I don't like going out anyway. Single friends are old people and they like to get back at home. Oh, she called you old. No, I'm talking about me too, <laughs> Just kidding. What? I'm old. <laughs> I was not talking about nothing. Nothing. She's actually trying to get me into some shit. And I'm not going to allow her to. No. So we like to hang out here and like, yeah. we, it's not like it's a party culture no definitely not. so it just depends on the caliber of friends that we you know. have if yeah. you have single friends that's just trying to thought all the time yeah and yeah that's gonna be hard because you're gonna be like hey you know you have to slow your roll but yeah Ooh, you hold on there buddy it, like hey you just want to go to a bar get a drink hang out yeah. not do anything yeah and that's stupid. literally all that we do sometimes like we're just chilling in the movie theater room and if or we do go houses. out we go, yeah or each other's house um all right next question is from exo cali girl 628 come on down she asked me how do you manage your personal accounts and blog love them all by the way thanks girl love you too um i know i got fans (laughs) i've been like miranda (laughs) miranda sings um honestly I just, I don't know. I I don't even think I'm doing the best at it, but I love people who actually notice. So I don't know. I just kind of, I use one for all of my personal things that I want to show people. And then I'm trying to do the same thing for my podcast and YouTube channel by just putting out more marketing, more the things that I wouldn't post on my personal account, I post on my blog. So, um... Next question is from It's Taylor, because she got three R's and three Y's. It's Taylor. That's how I say it. I like it. <laughs> it's Taylor. Um, she's <laughs> she, Jalangi. <laughs> she says, um, what's your meal plan? Your body is amazing. Girl, life. What's my meal plan? <laughs> life. <laughs> No, so I actually, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to come back to that one because I would like to do something fit related and talk about meal plans. Um, But if you guys just follow my story, I will sometimes post like going to the gym, different workouts. Sometimes I used to a lot. Um, And then also what I eat. I should get back to that. I used to always like post if I was making a smoothie or dinner, mm-hmm. I would always take a photo and list down like all the ingredients, how to cook it. Like I was some fitness guru. Um, next question, JC Overload. Um, so this guy actually married Shane and I. Aww. Yeah, he did. So he always holds a special place in my heart. Jerome in the house. Oh, Jerome in the house. You gotta watch your mouth. 
Um, he said, how was marriage with someone in the army? Jerome, I don't know because I'm married to a United States Marine. <laughs> no, that's literally what people say here in Camp Lejeune. Um, being married to someone in the military in general. Um, you know what? It's a lot of work because on top of like the regular stuff that people have to deal with in a marriage, just times that by 10 because it's always that um, it's it's dealing with like deployment it's dealing with them going to war and them not coming home yeah just the uncertainty of it all um very stressful very stressful but if you're doing it for all the right reasons and with the right person then honestly it's it's all worth it so um next one mckeith cordell shout out to him my um English literature. I think he was he was my literature teacher. I believe so. I can't remember. That was so long ago, like my freshman year. He said dealing with someone who wants okay, dealing with someone who only wants to see you on weekdays and on weekends his ass is ghost. Mm. Well, first off, red flag, don't deal with his ass on the weekday. (laughs) Yeah, do not give him the time of day on the weekday because what is he doing on the weekends? Does he just work on the weekends, Friday and through Sunday? Especially if he's not calling you in the evenings on the weekdays. Yeah. During, like, his work hours. Yeah, that's a red flag. Mm-mm. Go ghost on his ass during the weekdays. Reconsider. <laughs> Reconsider. <laughs> um, next one is from Lonnie Baby, my friend Elena. How do you keep it spicy? Bitch, I knew you would ask that question. <laughs> um... I'm not going to answer that with, <laughs> with my family listening. No, I'm actually, I might do an episode on that. Um, I know, right? So, but the one rule I will say for me is have a little mystery. Don't, don't always show everything. Like, you know, have a little mystery to it and have fun. Do different things, I guess. We'll get into that later. Um... Next question is from Sata, my Liberian queen. She said, how do you deal with disloyal people? Easy. Cut them off. Don't deal with them at all. Exactly. Don't deal with them at all because... No. Because think about it. She was on the other foot. If you were disloyal, would somebody put up with you? No. So... Don't deal with them at all. Hold your crown up. Hold your whether you were the king or the queen. Um, Cameron Alyssa, which is my cousin Cammy, Fa Mulan. That's, that's what we say every time. <laughs> um, she said, "How do you maintain confidence?" Oh, yeah. I don't have any. Girl. <laughs> I don't. Okay, no, just, you know, rapping to myself in the mirror, taking photos, going to the gym, um, and surrounding myself by people who also have confidence in their self. Um, that's really all that I do. And just constantly telling myself that I'm the shit. That's that's how I deal with that. Which I, well, how do you guys deal with How do you maintain y'all's confidence? I would definitely say keeping up with my my health is definitely a big one. Mm-hmm. I'm making sure that I work out because when you feel good, mm-hmm. you look good, all of it all works together. Yeah. And then also, like, not every day, but, like, I try and appreciate. I look in the mirror and just pick one thing to appreciate about myself. Yeah. Whatever it is, like, whether it be my ears. And I'm like, you know what? I have, I have nice ears. Mm-hmm. I have nice ears. I mean, you know I believe it, Some people I don't do have ears. When you say that to yourself, you do start to believe yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you do start to feel better about whatever it is that you're insecure about. So. I definitely it agree. It's weird, but it works. I. Yeah, I agree. Um, Sarita. Um, Sarita. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Um, she asked, what goals have you set for yourself this year? Uh, main goal is to 
get into a particular program at school. That's that and to take a, a trip and to just get my fitness goals together. Those are the only three realistic goals that I have this year. So that's it. And I'm not going to speak too much on it, but those are my goals. Um, Bunny01 said, how long have y'all been together? Uh, she and I have been together going on seven years. 50 11 years. Oh, no. <laughs> seven years and hoping for a million more. Oh. I know. I love his little crazy ass. <laughs> oh, That's my boo. That's my boo. Um... Okay, all right, I'm gonna fuck with you. So, <laughs> um, I think that's it because all the other ones that don't really make any sense to me. So, like, they're more of just comments, not really questions. So, all right, so I answered everybody's question. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and thank you, Ashton and Don, for you know, kind of having a semi interview with me. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, So make sure you guys are listening. Uh, You can stream my podcast on Spotify. You can stream it on Google Podcasts and also Anchor. And then follow me on Instagram at HHWithAshley. And I will see you guys next week for episode three. And then also I have a really cool, I'm trying to work on a really cool Black History episode. So, yes, girl, proud of my black. I'm proud and I'm black. Heck yeah. (laughs) All right, you guys. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.